Peter stared in disbelief as the window opened. From the window flew millions of tiny maggots. Maggots, maggots, maggots. Maggots, maggots. All over the floor of the Dunwich Psychology Office. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. Dunwich police authorities have declared a state of emergency. Effective immediately within Dunwich County. All citizens are requested to return to their homes as quickly as possible. So are you ready, James? Ready for what? Ready to party? Are you ready for the now yearly <laughs> instalment of Sadist Filth? Oh. Uh, it's been a while, James. It's been a real, it's been a minute. It's yeah. been a minute, man. It, but, uh, it's been a real long while. Let's not dwell on that. <laughs> no, I, I saw you last week. That's cool. <laughs> the last film we watched was so bad that we almost cancelled this show entirely. <laughs> I think I blocked it from my memory. It wasn't Driller Killer. That's no, it the was last the other one you chose, which was the fuck it. That's the first one we did. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only thing I can ever remember now. <laughs> it was uh, Toolbox Murders, which you suggested would be oh, good. Oh, that's fantastic. You clearly... <laughs> Have brain damage. <laughs> I do. I try to repress as many meetings with you as I possibly can. Exceptional. <laughs> uh, so today we're finally doing the city of the living dead. I think you mean city of the dead. I think you mean gates of hell. AKA gates of hell, which... I think you mean night of the living dead. Which, as you may know, James, is uh, the first part of a trilogy. And we've already done the second part, <gasps> which was the beyond... Oh, we should do the third part. Which I like, actually genuinely own. Well, like, we should do the third part, like, three weeks ago. That, <laughs> we should record the great. third part and then bring it out first. You're going to love the third part because a little kid in it gets fucking tormented. More so than more so than this one. What's the film where the little kid blows up? That was The Beyond. That was Beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, man, this little kid in the third one gets to see spoilers. You won't remember by that time anyway, but gets to see his whole family killed in front of him by a single zombie. No way. Yeah, and he's oh, like screaming. Great. There's a bit when the mother gets pulled down the stairs and then she's getting pulled down her face like smacks on every step oh. and the kid's like, mommy. So it's basically the deleted scene from this movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, from little John John. Oh, man. John John. <laughs> John John. <laughs> so this is directed by... Are you going to let me see it? Yeah, please. Uh, I'll correct you. L- Lucio Fulci. Lucio Fulci. Lucio yeah. Fulci. You just have to say it with an Italian accent that you find. Who has made, uh, we've done, I think, two films of it so far? The, the Beyond. The Zombie. And Zombie, or the, a.k.a. Yeah. Zombie Fleshy. Have we only done two of his? Oh, we did. Did we do some of his sons? No, oh, the, no, I think of Lombardo. Yeah, Lombardo. But, but he has produced some of the others that we've done, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh... He gets around. He gets around the Italian horror scene. He does. Uh, I could also couldn't help but notice that, obviously, I've written down his name, Fabio Frizzi. I've written it down as. Oh, sounds the, perfect. The guy that did the music very clearly did also the music for Zombie Flesh Ears, because at certain points it was almost identical. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like if a he owns the copyright, <laughs> he may have just copied and pasted it and changed he, the key. He copied his own music. <laughs> But isn't that the dream as an artist to, to to relabel your own stuff and sell it for just the same yeah. amount? To do as little work as possible. Yes. <laughs> and still do well enough. It was awesome soundtrack though, to be fair. I know I thrive to live that life. Moving swiftly on. 
is how we open this movie. And if you've got it on Blu-ray like I have, how the menu opens up. <laughs> God, every time. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, a blood-curdling scream. Uh-huh. And then we're transported to a graveyard. And we're like, well, where did that scream come from? I guess we'll never find out. I mean, I think we'll we... never hear that exact same scream within the next five to ten minutes. <laughs> so we're in a a graveyard that was shot what looks like day for day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were trying to make it night. <laughs> Didn't quite yeah. work. Um, especially not on any wide shots. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a priest. He's he's wandering around and he seems quite mysterious. Have you noticed in this film? That everyone that's uh, mysterious looking, a.k.a. Bob, a.k.a. the guy that works in the mortuary, they all look really pale. They all look sick. They all look Mm. like zombies, but they're not. They're just normal people so far. Well, zombies were people. Pale people, generally. Wow. So I think we found our our tenuous (laughs) link. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so this priest just like wandering around. And all of a sudden, we start staring at hands on a table. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's a seance going somewhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. And then there's a blood-curdling scream. She starts seeing the, the priest. She, she starts seeing the priest. And the priest stares suspiciously at a tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, for a while. And then a noose appears. And then they're really worried that everyone's not going to be touching hands in the other scene. And then uh, the priest hangs himself. And she can suddenly see the gates of hell. Yes. Or that they're opening. Yes. Or that they will open. Yes. She sees literal text on a fucking gravestone, which, like, hope, thank God, tells her the story she needs to hear and the name of the town. And thank God later on someone will be able to read to help guide that story (laughs) back on the back and forth. (laughs) And how does she react to that? She, I'm going to say she dies, James. But before she does, I did go back because uh, I missed the bit where she started foaming at the mouth. Mm. And, uh... I have watched many videos on the internet and it looked like she was choking on something else. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? When and then did she drink from a chalice? <laughs> <laughs> Why are all those dudes to buy it? Yeah, well, yeah, she dies. And with all that shit in her mouth, how does she do that blood-curdling scream? <sighs> Mate, she's a pro. Mm. Like the people I've seen in the videos online, she I'm, is a pro. I'm impressed. <laughs> you, you watch professionals. Uh, <laughs> That must be expensive sights. Uh, yeah, she screams and uh, and she dies after she declares that she's seen the city of the dead. Yeah. Or does she say the city of the living dead? No, she says she's seen the city of the dead. Yeah. Because they're dead and not living. No, not yet. But they're living dead. But they will be. They will be. By the way, all throughout the first few pages of my notes, I've had to scribble out the word Cindy because it's Mary. So Mary dies. Oh, I, I, and I thought her name I made was Cindy. I a point of uh, writing down the names. And in one of the scenes where we meet Jerry, and I didn't know what his name was, because I fast-forwarded it through my second viewing to get to the important bits to make notes. Mm, mm. And uh, I was getting IMDb up to write down their names. And as I did, someone called Emily walked in the room and was like, Jerry, Sandra. <laughs> and I'm like, cheers, Emily. Yeah, <laughs> that, that helped down. me. So I went back. <laughs> and Jerry with a G, though, thanks to IMDb. Oh, I guess that right. Oh, well, nice. I spell every other version of Jerry wrong the rest of my life. <laughs> then we have a fantastic scene. Yeah. I really enjoyed this with an over-the-top detective. Do you know what? I love this scene and all these characters that are in it that were never seen ever again. Yeah. And it was one, such a good scene. One of which James, the, please the hippie guy looked just like Bubbles. Bubs. Oh, Bubs. Oh, Bubs. Uh, please tell me you noticed the, uh, the 
the police officers in the back of shot. What were they doing? They were just like fucking hunched over and couldn't be bothered to be there. <laughs> and then, not even supposed and to then one of them's like, hey, look over here. There's another one in the background that's just like can't be bothered to act. I'm going to be honest, that sounds like he was doing a perfect job of impersonating a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> Biting satire. One is. of my friend's a police officer. He was caught the other day at a crime scene being a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> he was caught. <laughs> on Sky News. And he sat there, it was four in the morning, and he just looked disgruntled as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, touche. Classic. So yeah, we have uh, this snappy talking and snazzy dressing detective. Who's obsessed with drugs. Yeah. You want cocaine? grass. Where's the stash? (laughs) It's the stash in the toilet. Am I expected to believe that someone just died? (laughs) People don't just die. Especially with what was coming out of her, coming out of her mouth. What are you, high? What are you high on? Coke? And when he meets Is the, the coke uh, coming out of her mouth? <laughs> when he meets the woman who's like in charge, he's just like, Madam, whatever, your mugshot's gonna whatever. And then he's just like, where's the drugs? <laughs> Look at you, happy fuck. Fucking this guy. Like, I thought he was gonna be in the whole film. They set him up really good. Yes, he's great. Well, he does a really good job. Yeah. So he had a great, a load of great lines, which I thought I wrote down, but I didn't. But yeah, then someone's like, someone points something out in the background. Yeah, yeah. There's a giant ball of fire bouncing up and down. <laughs> <laughs> just in the casually in their like drawing yeah, just room. Just chilling. And that, I assumed the body had burst into flames. No, because the which body must have. Would have because it was a had good line. continuity to later on. Oh, yeah. But no, because no. they took the body away. They just formed a rising and fading ball of fire. But it. They really enjoy reversing effects in this movie. Yeah, they do it looked it really times. obvious, though, when, uh, like, that bit looked cool, but then it looked obvious where the cut was for the reverse to happen, because it, mm. like, vis- it visibly jumped, which is weird, because um, it was one shot. Whereas later on, when they do stuff in one shot, they keep the camera steady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, oh, no, and we're going back. So she mentioned something about some sort of Book of Enoch. She That's does. an important thing. Yeah. Um, but I love the bit here where she... Literally breaks the fourth wall being like, oh, maybe it's a sign that something horrible is happening somewhere else. What do you think, viewer? <laughs> what do you think, dear viewer? Something horrible might be happening in Dunwich. Which? Alabama. In fact, her exact words were, horrendously awful things are happening. Things that would shatter your imagination. Cut to. The end slate <laughs> fading into tiles. <laughs> that would have been great. Because <laughs> that would shatter your imagination. <laughs> Cut to... Uh, the uh, introduction of Bob. No. Oh, is this... No, 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 no. The reporter. Oh, no, no. Rocks it's the up. introduction of Bob first. Okay, so I have... <laughs> Guy finds dead body at sex doll house. Yes. Does <laughs> <laughs> yes. that sum it up? <laughs> this is the next thing. Then we meet Peter. Yeah. So, so Bob... Oh, please take this one. Well, we meet Bob uh, in a very uh, smoky town. Mm. Uh, I just want to bring up something else first before I mention this. But when we're in the graveyard at the start, and it, the guy hangs himself, and it like pans across to the um, smoke machine, the, the smoke machine. <laughs> there's all these like noises, like there's a baby crying and, and loads of other noises. But there's throughout the film an assortment of animals that I don't know what they are. There's a lot of planes as well. They were definitely <laughs> that that graveyard was in a flight path because <laughs> they did not put that in in post yeah there is a assortment of tropical animals in this american <laughs> midwest town there are um, lots of different birds so i'm sure I, I heard a koala at one point yeah <laughs> there <laughs> is 
we meet Bob and he's showing up at this old house that looks like an old abandoned church. And he's looking around creepy. He's all pale. He looks ill, mm. gone. Mm. gone. He, he goes in. Plus, we have heard that Oh, do we miss like the psychiatrist's office? No, that's later on. So she chatted about Bob first. No, oh. that's later on. Okay. Uh, I went awesome. back and put it all in order. Thanks, man. Uh, she, uh, he is going around in the house. You don't know. Empty, abandoned house. Walks around, reaches into the fireplace, James. Pulls out what I thought was a baby's face. Yeah, or some kind of mask. Yeah. Which he then throws. I'm gonna suspect perfectly onto the pump to inflate it. <laughs> Because then no, the he throws it back in time, <laughs> which then reverses itself forward. He throws it like a capsule corp <laughs> capsule from Dragon Ball, and it just bursts <laughs> open with a fucking sex doll out of it. Yeah, it basically this is another beautiful moment of flipping the image where they've they've deflated this thing and then played it backwards, so yeah, yeah. it reinflates in the most awkward, unnatural he, manner. <laughs> it was so good, though, because it comes in, like, you know, like when the Fonz comes in and hits a jukebox and starts <laughs> playing, and then, like, all the girls are, like, into the Fonz. He comes in, throws down a fucking sack of skin, He's and it inflates. Bang. That's how you make a <sighs> chick. He basically godded Eve. Exactly. <laughs> and then he goes up, and he's like, now let's taste what this forbidden fruit is. And he starts <laughs> caressing the caressing hip. Caressing it, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. He doesn't. But, that's all he does. He just he, likes the hit. Oh no, he grabs a little tea. What's that sound? He's distracted by. I don't know. Something coming out of someone's mouth. <laughs> what's that strange sound? He's distracted by. I'm James. just going to look down to. The, Jesus Christ! Is that <laughs> body covered in it's maggots? That, was it supposed to maggots. be maggots? <laughs> maggots. I assumed that was supposed to be a baby. Because it, it looked tiny. I, I think it was, no, no, no. It was a body, but they were like focused on the face. For a bit of it, I think, and then the arms. Are you arms. sure it wasn't supposed to be a baby? I, don't think I so. thought it was supposed to be some sort of potential abomination that might have come from the sex well, doll. Well, considering we heard he did try to fuck like some young Kids. girl, yeah, I yeah. don't think there's a darker twist where he tried to fuck a baby and then killed it. No, but I mean, it, it might have there. come out because he's clearly being hunted by the he priest. Didn't lost it, profit. It, it, clearly, the the sinners get taken out in this film. Nice, <laughs> nice, <laughs> oh. nice one, James. Anytime. Um, I, f- I thought there was some sort of sins going on here, and obviously his no, scene is th- lost. I, I, so I, I think thought... it was a body. I think it was a body. <laughs> like, like an adult body. A maggot-infested, mm. gooey Resident Evil 2 remake-looking S- body. Super gooey. It was exclusively it was goo. <laughs> it was like someone poured half-set jelly and then just threw all the worms and maggots they could find <laughs> on it. <laughs> Not all the maggots they could find. <laughs> oh, they had uh, to say something. <laughs> uh, so then we meet Peter, the reporter, who goes oh. to the crime scene. And I feel he didn't sound like he was going to bribe the police officer. In my mind, it seemed, like he, was, fuck him? It seemed like he was coming on to him, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, is there uh, anything I can do to change your mind? <laughs> it was literally that. You want to be a hand in my so pocket, there might him. be something for you. And he's like, I'm going to pretend you're talking into my deaf eye. I didn't want to see you do that. I'm going to pretend you're talking into my blind ear. <laughs> okay, so that scene is just a... So there's a lot of scenes that, where we meet... They're setting up characters. I mean, the next scene, which is the bar scene, is setting up characters which I wrote are just basically fodder characters because they don't... I mean, they do hold some is that plot there? I relevance. I really thought then we're going to the... No, it's the bar and then we meet Jerry. Shit, man. Let's get the bar. I must have just been engrossed. <laughs> so the first bar uh, is when they start talking about someone has gone missing. And spooky and shit And as happened. they see it, say it, the mirror shatters. 
In four places. In four places. Like it had been hit by baseballs. If, like four baseballs all mm-hmm. at once. So I, like they've had some kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger mounted <laughs> commando multi-rocket launcher that was built to yes. fire four baseballs <laughs> into the uh, An unconventional machine. <laughs> A bizarre uh, contraption that no one needed to build. And then... Uh, and then when he's trying to explain, the, the, the guy's like, you mate, you've had too much to drink. It was probably a truck going by, even though we're out in the middle of nowhere. And then the wall, the wall of his new bar splits open as well. Mm. And he tries, and they leg it, which is really cool. So they open the door and it's just fog coming out and they run out into the fog. And That's they try, how die. He tries to hang his picture up on the, <laughs> on the wall the and he gives up on it. <laughs> and, and were they talking about how old people were always superstitious of this town? Yeah, so there's a whole thing about this town. Like, they don't know um, where this, it is. This town was built on Salem. Which still exists. <laughs> no, no. Dunwich exists now. <laughs> Dunwich, Dunsmouth, Dun- Dunwich. It's Dunwich because uh, I, I assume it's a reference Because they done the, the witch. HP. Because they, they, did done a, the, they did the witch in when they put they the, the, the town in. on top of it. Uh, yeah, I think it's supposed to be a, uh, a reference to the Dunwich Horror by uh, H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm not a, a well-read person. Well, neither am I. I googled Dunwich to see where the hell this was <laughs> set because of the tropical um, animals. Uh, and the only Dunwich that came up was one in Suffolk, which has been washed away by the sea, James. Um, because of the witches. I also oh, suspect- they drowned it. Yes, yeah. they drowned that witch. I also suspected uh, that it might have a slight reference to... Because it's a bit Silent Hilly at points. But I know Silent Hill is based on the fog and some other things. But you may not know this. In fact, I probably did mention it on the Demons episode. But uh, the cinema yes. from Demons is in Silent Hill 1. So they've seen films. Mm. They've seen Italian horror films. And this had some similar Silent Hilly bits in it. But I think that was just my lofty dreams of maybe that had some sort of connection. Finally. Yeah, I don't think it does. No. It's a nice idea. Yeah. But it's misty in it. I think it's really hard to come up with names, so they probably just nicked it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's because they did the witching. Okay, so yeah, so they, they talk about Salem, they introduce that idea, we meet the bartender, we might come back to the bar later. It might show up two more times later on. Potentially. Potentially. With the same three people? Yeah, but one of them actually has something important because in the second scene he comes back, he mentions that Bob went after his daughter Anne, who we assume is underage, but when we meet her, she's like in her 30s. Yeah, so he must have been severely underage when the two of them went after each other. And ironically, he drills him. Mm. But we will get to that later. He's the real driller killer. No, no, that was a good driller killing. (laughs) Wait, what was it that we watched that had so much driller killering? That wasn't Driller Killer. Potentially Pieces. Pieces has loads Pieces of random... Pieces had a lot of drill, drill kills. Did it? There, there was a film that we watched that had Maybe like three Maybe it was Toolbox Murders. Because he drills that woman in the chest mm. three times and she just dies. <laughs> and it's not how death works. It is. <laughs> it's a great film. It's like I told you <laughs> the other day... I'm going to have to listen back on that and remember how horrible it is, aren't I? I told you the other day I went and saw the new Halloween, but it was a double bit of the old Halloween. Mm. And I was really loving the old Halloween. And I know people are going to give me shit for slagging off Halloween. But all the, int- all the opening bit where it's all stalky stuff and creepy is really good. But as soon as he starts killing people, like, he chokes someone with a phone cable and they die instantly. <laughs> One person gets stabbed once in the chest and just like, I'm dead now. It's like shock kills yeah. everywhere, every single time. You wouldn't get that in a Fulci movie. Someone needs to get drilled someone all the way through. Someone needs to scream until the death. <laughs> and sometimes after. Someone needs to go see The Shrink. Yeah. How about Suzanne? Sandra. Sandra. Yeah, I remembered it was an S. <laughs> uh, Sandra 
is at the uh, at the shrinks mm-hmm. um, talking about incest. Yeah, she said she wanted to marry yeah, her dad. dad. Which was eight. Yeah, which I don't know. Unless she was going to consummate it, it's not incest. <laughs> but fine, maybe might, she dreamt about that as well. It might be illegal in the tropical climes of uh, Dulwich or whatever the Dun, hell it's called. Dulwich easier. Done the witch in. Um, so Jerry is the psych, and uh, then Jerry's wife. I don't know. I, I assume Jerry's girlfriend because she lives at home with her family still. Because the dad calls to be like, my yeah, daughter's not girlfriend. home yet. Yeah, 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 girlfriend. But if it is his what girlfriend, he, he doesn't seem to give a fuck because he's all about Sandra. Her name's Emily. I wrote that down. No, well, I know. There was I something mean, weird going on. It's there. not that he doesn't give a fuck. So, so that was Emily. Yes. Wait, no. Emily is John John's older sister. Yeah, that's her. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, she goes to see Bob. No. Yes. No. Yes. His girlfriend isn't Emily. His girlfriend, that girl that came in, she said her name is Emily and that she's going to go see Bob, which is why after the phone call to the parents, he wrote down Bob on that piece of paper. You're right. I'm, I essentially I'm watched this film Sandra, twice in the last 12 hours. I'm confusing Sandra for his girlfriend because he Because he gives so a fuck about her. <laughs> he literally sheds tears when she, yeah. spoilers, dies. Potentially dies. <laughs> but um, the, she doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck when Emily disappears. And they go to, they, he, he is brought to see her corpse. Yeah, but he stays strong for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so we go there, and then at that point, Emily mentions that she's going to go see Bobby. Uh-huh. And he's like, um, and he mentions something about him being a bit weird, and she's like, yeah, but he needs help. And then they say about, like, oh, yeah, but, like, you know, his mum was a witch, and blah, 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 witch references, Salem, evil. <sighs> and they say, no, all that was just boo hockey. Yeah. Or whatever that. Yeah, and then the lights go weird. Yeah. And the kitten attacks the woman. Yeah, and then the kitten attacks Sandra. And then she launches the kitten. And then she throws a hat at a chair, and then the lights turn off and a cat steps out there. (laughs) So I think that's more witchcraftery. Uh, Yeah, some sort of... Because, yeah, she flicks that thing, and it just (laughs) ragdolls. And then it's a nice cut, and then it flashes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is now. She didn't throw a cat. She's got also got a perfect scratch. And it definitely didn't attack her if you watch it. I bet it. Peter is still pissed. They probably still use a dead cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it, <laughs> they had to kill a cat so that they didn't harm the lo- living one. What was the one that had all the cats in it that we had to watch? Oh, God. It's not Tenenbrae, was it? It was one of them. It was one of them, yeah. The one where he runs across the water and stabs that guy and then runs back. Oh, fucking hell. It was Inferno, I just remembered. It was Inferno. Catferno. Catferno. That's the shrink mm-hmm. that ends in cat attack. Mm-hmm. Rudely interrupted by Emily. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ, Emily. Sort she out. just walks into someone's therapy session. Yeah. Yeah. It's really casual while she's talking about trying to fuck her dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, uh, we appear in the graveyard. And speaking of casual at work. Speaking of casual at work, there's two guys tossing coin deciding who's going to jump into this... Before, before they do that, one of them's reading porn and the other one's on a lunch break. Okay. Then they flip I the coin. The porn. Yeah. <laughs> then they flip the coin and one of them jumps down and starts, I don't know, fingering some skeleton's face. Yeah. Which they then lower a coffin on top of? No, they go to a separate grave. Okay. Because I was watching this and I'm like, are they really going to put Mary's coffin on top of that? Like, clearly unearthed. Yeah. <laughs> everyone is buried so poorly in this movie. Well, I mean, they, they, start, her. they start burying her, and then it hits 5pm, and they're like, well, <laughs> that means we're finished work. Which, they also, that means they just had a break at 10 minutes to 5. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but they you literally union hours, man. Union you hours means they leave a body unearthed, and they're, what they're going to just finish that in the morning? An well, unearthed body? They're not going to send it to the moon. <laughs> but literally, a guy—they've left the body so unearthed that a guy could walk up to it with a pickaxe and start attacking it. Yeah, yeah, there was a very, very light smattering of soil up there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> did you appreciate the shots of the girl in the coffin? I did. Where it was all well lit and her face kind of looked like a skull because of the lighting. Yeah, it was very There nice. is, James, I'm going to say it right now, oh. some genuinely amazing shots in this film. Mm, there's some really cool stuff. Like, it looks really good. Yeah. Uh, and obviously I had the Blu-ray. Obviously I had the... Um, 360p version <laughs> on the, on the YouTubes that uses a Creative Commons license for reporting <laughs> <laughs> and reviews. <laughs> so technically, <laughs> I had the better viewing. You I know, do like, regret not paying one pound sixty to rent it off YouTube. <laughs> it uh, has moments like you know where they're walking around and it's misty, where I think mm. maybe the, the, they can't get the footage looking any better than it does, and it doesn't look great. But all the other bits look fucking brilliant. Mm. Um, but yeah, that like the body, the lighting of the body in the grave looked fucking awesome. Mm. It was really cool. So she's definitely dead, right? She's a hundred percent dead. She died. The police came. They a while back, her they did like days ago. Yeah, did they autopsy her? I mean, I would fucking assume that she's been embalmed if she's been put <laughs> into a coffin. Yeah. And a damn sight like better than what those people in Dulwich. That was uh, yeah, Emily. Emily. Okay, never mind. We're getting ahead and of ourselves. And that guy. But- Barely put any effort into that because she looked like <laughs> oh, a corpse. A painted corpse whore. <laughs> she like, you know when that Homer invents that rouge gun? <laughs> she looks like she was shot with that. That yeah. guy did... He looked like more of a... No, he, actually, he looked like more of a corpse than she did, but... <laughs> well, he'll soon be a zombie, I'm sure. Because that's the I don't progression know if we'll ever see of him life. as a zombie. No, it will happen, though. Pale people become zombies. We established this. Mm-hmm. These are the rules of the world. Okay, okay. Jesus. So she's definitely dead. Definitely dead. She's definitely been And embalmed. the other guys have left to get their sandwich. They've wiped the cum and... off her chin. Yep. <laughs> Subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> Such a brilliant quality. <laughs> and then... Uh, is there some banging I can hear? Yeah, is that... I thought he was going to genuinely walk off. And he was like... I can't yeah, no, hear over it. the plane. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, a flight path or a banging path? <laughs> um, yeah, and then he's like, maybe I should tell them, like, hey, guys, no, they're union. They yeah, don't yeah, care. They, they don't care. Um, I'll tell you what I'll maybe do. Maybe the embalming guy was I'll union s- as well. I'll go stare at it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, sticks the hose in. He's like... Ah, it's five o'clock. Oh, see you it's later. four minutes to five. This is going to take ten minutes if I start. Yeah, sure, she's embalmed. Yeah, she'll be fine. It's she's a closed got a casket, long time right? without water or food. And air. And air. <laughs> she's definitely she been brain be damaged. <laughs> Which makes the next part of the scene miraculous. Yeah, yeah. So like Jesus himself, she starts kill billing that coffin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cannot one-inch punch. No. Because if she could, it would be very easy for her to get out of there because exactly. there's no soul to dig yourself out of. Exactly. In fact, she could probably get to just open the lid. Do Lift they have it. things on the outside to keep them closed? Well, that's how you keep zombies in, so yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah. yeah. Would you want to bury potential zombies without padlocks? <laughs> no. So, yeah, so the reporter blokey, who no, we never hear his name, um, gets up to the grave... <laughs> 
Why are you making up sounds? Gets up to the grave and hears a blood curdling scream. Uh huh. He loves his blood curdling screams. And dear God, I think she's alive. Mm-hmm. If there was someone covered with a very small smattering of soil. Personally, I would reach down with my arm and open the lid of the coffin. Even if there was a lock, you could do that because you're on the outside. Yes. And say if there was a lock, I would get a pickaxe and hit the lock with the pickaxe. Mm, or prise it open. Yeah, like a, like some sort of crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. Or with like a yeah, pickaxe or yeah, work exactly the same. Yeah. Um, I, you, who would do about, it any other way? <laughs> you implying? How about this? Right. There's someone that I think is alive in there, <laughs> so I'm going to get a blunt but pointed object and aim for the head. Yeah, and swing as hard as I can. Well, maybe he was trying to kill off because he's like, she's got to stay dead. <laughs> she has to stay dead. He's like, zombie. At first I thought he was trying to put an air hole in it. Yeah. But then he just kept going. <laughs> he did three. He, three times. Oh, and it's like, it's stopping like millimetres from her face. Like, and, and at no I point is she, she like, are you fucking screaming? I thought she had blood on her fucking head she at one point. from. Did. She had, like, wood splinters around her (laughs) eyelids that I could see, and I was like, what? Yeah. Is that from the chalice, or is that splinters? Like, what the fuck was up with that lid that, like, you hit into it with the pickaxe and then had to, like, crowbar it, and it it didn't open the fucking lid? Yeah, it's a weird locking system. You could have hit that at any, anywhere. Like, at least go for the legs. Yeah. There's a good chance you're going to get between legs. Yeah, not for the or face. Or break a kneecap. Oh, do Don't know, kill it. Oh, do you know what they should do in some kind of remake scenario? It lands in the mouth. And it like scrapes her teeth. Yeah. And she's like screaming. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh. I have to listen to that yeah. later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that be, would have been fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, that'd, that'd be beautiful. Um, I feel like I've seen that in something where someone gets a knife in their teeth and they're trying to like <sighs> hold back. I know, I'm just thinking of Ong Back where they... Not Ong Back, sorry. Old Boy. Where they um, the put the, the hammer, claw hammer, and then wrench oh, it out. Yeah. Did you ever see Imprint? Imprint? No, I don't think so. Oh, fuck. The Takeshi Miki uh, Master of Horror. No. No, so, but you won't shut up about that Yeah, it's got like the greatest terrifying sound design, including sticking needles down fingernails. Oh, does the it go... No- the- I wish. I wish it did. <laughs> the noise it makes will never leave me. It's <laughs> so horrible. We should watch that. Cool. So then she gets out and they just kind of skip into the sunset? Uh, yeah, it's the end of the film. She lived. The end. Mm. So then they go to oh, her. Oh, wait. Also, there, was, um, there was a flower. What? There was a flower on her, like a blue rose, that the petals were like falling off. Really? Yeah. There's like the petals falling. It may just be the low res version I was watching, and maybe it was her hand opening. But it looked like petals falling off of a flower. I mean, they could have shot been. inside earlier on. I was just staring at her face because it looked like a skull. I really like that shot. Mm. Uh, so then we go. She goes to uh, back home to the woman who was in charge of the uh, seance, and then we get all the exposition. Is what I've read. Ah, the Book of Enoch. This where we hear about further about the Book of Enoch. Portal's going to open up at midnight. Yeah, all the classics. Um, we need to close the gates of hell. Yes. which is in Dunwich, by the way. Which yeah, we don't know what the name of the town is yet, but I did see its well, name they, on a grave. I have written down Dunwich, so either they said it or she saw I it on put the headstone. Two two together. She saw it on the luckily written in English headstone. <laughs> Whew. 
Yeah, for a tropical dumbwich. <laughs> Do you know what? That. All the mist that, you know, all the, the like, mist in the air. is like having the Christian missionary there. It looked like, I don't know if you remember, but when there's a storm in zombie flesh eaters and they go to that church, it looks similar to that. Mm. Plus with the tropical animal noises, it's yeah. like he's clearly got a motif, but he's forgotten that there aren't... <laughs> They're not on the right Orangutans in, <laughs> in either Massachusetts? They, either they shot near a zoo, or he when he took the audio, he just took the whole sound bed. Man, that'd be so good if the <laughs> evil cracked open the zoo and all the fucking animals got out. I think he may have just taken the, the whole sound bed, so he's got the soundtrack... And he's got the fucking, like, <laughs> the different, um, like, audio sound effects, the foley, and he's dropped it into this film as well. And he's like, yeah, I'll match up. It's like Dark Side of the Moon. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then he spilled <laughs> coffee on it. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, so then I've got the Emily goes to see Bob, and this is... And that's when I've made a note that Bob is the sex doll guy. Yes, he is. Uh, and this is where we hear wildcat noises. Yes, it is. This is what spooks Bob, and he runs away. The cougars, or jaguars. Yeah, or... he is. Pumas terrifying sounds. Tigers, like hyenas, uh, no. Wild King, Disney's Wild King. Definitely wild cats everywhere. Yeah. Like there are several. You could easily put the circle of life into this and it would fit. Mm. Although it's kind of, uh, oh man, no, it's no, it's, po- it's pre Ghost Watch, uh, all the cat noises you hear in that. It's yeah. 10 years before Ghost Watch. So here, Bob gets cream pied. Not the no, type not you're Bob. thinking of. Is it not Bob? No, Bob legs it. It who is gets cream pie. It is uh, Emily who gets cream pie. Ah, when this yeah. is the first time we see the the priest, priest and see that he can teleport. Yeah, so the priest appears with a handful of maggots <laughs> and worms, and it's like Funhouse all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and he just face palms her. He slaps all that maggoty goodness over her face. I'm thinking and, like, maybe it's some sort of intestinal into her. Some sort of rotting skin. And then she dies. I mean, yeah. I mean, she turns. Do we in, see her die? We no, but we know that she's dead because they find her body the next day. Yeah, and she keeps killing people. Yeah, apparently. Well, she yeah, she comes back. Um, with her special, all the zombies seem to have a singular special attack. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the priest has two special attacks. Oh, he has the stare. He has and the facelift. He has uh, what did I call it? What did I call his the bleeding death attack? <laughs> it's a death the, stare. The zom- <laughs> the, the the bleeding death stare. Which is a sick move. Uh, the zombies seem to have the uh, ultimate head crush, and Jerry has the rushing gut attack <laughs> that he does. Jerry multiple has times the what I've written down. Jerry does something <laughs> because every now and then he's like, "Oh yeah," but <laughs> if it, I do something, all this can stop. But I didn't. It was no good one though else does because he at, ever. at two points when he does his rushing gut attack, it's when the. Um, bleeding death attack is happening and he knows that it, it's a, he's figured out that they have to lock eyes with the person in order to do that special counter. attack so he's like fuck it you've left yourself wide open for this attack I'm just going to take five minutes and go pick up this thing yeah, yeah. And, and then walk he, lazily and then he towards hits him you. with a final flash uh, <laughs> flamer uh, so so now we have another pre-scene oh wait but, I mean, we have teens so we've got, the bur- we've got the murder then we've got that Jerry and them find the body uh, is that before the teens? Oh no, because then Jerry's right, family get time. the call. Then we get teen it's time. Teen time. Who are, what, do you know who one of these teens is, James? Is it the Masked Crusader? It is the Masked Crusader from Demons. <laughs> who I, um, no, I... This is the second time we've seen him post Demons in something else. And 
in a film which I've seen before, unaware that it was him. And then now that I've watched it again, I'm like, that looks like the guy from Demons. Hmm. And it was him. And he went on to be a director after this. Anything good? Uh, he's done a bunch of like horrory films, so maybe we should look up his stuff. He's still going today. Oh, I believe he's still acting today. He was in a film in post-2000 that was he... called like Violent Shit. <laughs> so he's doing scat porn now. Yeah. Fantastic. We should watch his stuff tonight. <laughs> Yeah, so this scene is... That's not the only thing they spit out. This this isn't the only thing they spit out, James. This scene is fucking awesome. So this scene is fantastic. This is where and we I see... I think sp- I've seen a clip from this before. Oh, really? This is where we get to see the... Um, similar. The bleeding death attack. And we also... Stare attack up close and, and to completion. And we also get to see... I'm sure... I the ultimate head crush. The ultimate prop head. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which basically looks paper mache. The brains all look like the brain. Have you seen Bad Taste? Yeah. You know when he's eating that guy's brains with a spoon? They all look like that. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, they clearly had amazing visual effects, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so a couple of teens making out in a car. Yeah. One of them's like, "This is weird. Why did you take me out into this strange place? It's like you want to make out with me." Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "But it's." Don't treat me like a stranger. Touch me, woman. That's how I try to come on to people. Right on my metal face. Um, and, <laughs> and then he's like... <coughs> and then she's worried. So he says, don't worry. I'll turn on the headlights. Yeah, because she's headlights. like, I think there's someone out there. Yeah, he says, there's no one out there. Look. Flip the headlights on. And what's the worst thing that two adolescent kids would want to see in the middle of the night? I'm going to say a rogue reporter with a pickaxe trying like, to give them an air hole. Second, not second to this. <laughs> Do you reckon he's the one that fucked up the mirror in the in the uh, bar as well? They all looked away for a second. And he's like, it's, the wall needs to breathe. Close. It's a priest. Shit, And son. they start screaming because they're like, we've heard all the stories. We're teenagers. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. get the fuck out of here. She could potentially be a nun. Like, oh, my God. Oh, horrendous. So he does as as zombie priests tend to do, and he comes over for a, a chat and a talk. To talk, talk about, about religion. It's a bit early to have sex. You should wait until you're married. You should maybe give me the your full attention. Give me your eyes. I'll stare into them. I'm just, master yeah, the just casually stare into them. Like, can happen. Like a demon headmaster... Slash. And without touching her, he got all inside of her. Yeah. And started dribbling it out of her face. So I have questions. How the Please. fuck did they do the bleeding from the ice? It looks so good. Yeah. I think later on, when it, it happens it to the woman, she has fake eyelids, right? I don't know. I her hair, I did notice her hair was covering sides of her face, so maybe yeah. there was something there. So it might be dribbling water, like, just in the inside of the eyelid. Oh, that's got to be dangerous, though, right? Oh, I'm sure it is, but, you know... It's, 1980. <laughs> but it looked fucking awesome. I assume this is filmed in Italy. I think it was filmed in America. I mean, actually, maybe not. I know the New York bits were definitely New York. It's probably and they, and they filmed it in English. I do know that as well, oh. which is yeah. what they did for other, other films we've seen, which yeah. is really weird. Like the one with that fancy house. Inferno? Yeah. It, well, Inferno had a fancy house. Tenenbrae. Definitely zombie flesh eaters, and um, I feel like potentially the cannibal one we watched. And Bob is like one of the lead guys in the other cannibal film we didn't watch. Ferox. Cannibal Ferox. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. you thought was Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust, yeah. yeah. No, two different films. <laughs> <laughs> 
Glad we can address that again. <laughs> yeah, so she starts bleeding from the eyes. Yeah, it looks so good. Bleeding from the mouth. She starts and then coughing up blood. Bits start coming out mm-hmm. of her mouth, like like chunks of heart. Like, I think the entire heart passes out of her mouth. She's got to make room for the priest to yeah. get inside her. So I guess. so so that she can do that, she morphs into a paper mache balloon that has teeth drawn on it. <laughs> And then someone just starts James, shoving fistful of intestines. Your low-quality version must have been so bad because it does look good. The I mean, it's obviously fake. The teeth are one strip of cardboard with black and white drawn onto them. James, you've got to stop watching YouTube. Never. <laughs> In fact, I had sent GIFs of this to people yesterday because I was like, how good... It-? In fact, I sent it to Chris... Because uh, the effects are brilliant, but that's because you're distracted from looking at the face by all the shit coming out of it. Oh, can I? Speaking of Chris, um, he after we did the Beyond, he watched the Beyond, uh, and he noticed something in it which I didn't notice, but like makes perfect sense. Which is there's a scene in it when they pull a plug, they pull a a, a plug out of a bath, and the dirty water comes out, and there's a zombie in the bath, which they straight up used in the first ever Resident Evil game. Ah. And it, it blatantly is a reference to that because I know they watch zombie films as reference. Nice. That ain't that bad. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, look at the teeth. I mean, it's only a continuity error because her teeth aren't in the previous shot. <laughs> it looks great. Yeah. Look at that shot. You kind of... No, no, no. The shot in total. She looks in like a young... I could, you could cast a young Jessica Biel in it's that It's brilliant, role. but the face is paper mache. <laughs> It's so good the uh, the crying oh, that, eyes. That is fantastic. Yeah, it's got to be pouring in from the left, uh, from the left and right. So this this guy's really upset that his um, potential bang mate has you know just vomited out. He wants to get out. Now the car's magically locked. Yeah, how these you aren't gonna... these aren't traditional zombies. They have some sort of magical powers. magical powers. They're more like demons. Yeah, they're just like demons. He he's bricked in. He can't get out of the car because yeah. they're bricked in. <laughs> Oh, wait, so, this is, might be how he becomes a demon. Um, oh, nice nice catch, James. So then, because he gets scratched, doesn't he? He gets a little scratch on his head. A little one. Yeah. It's a shame she didn't, like, mash half his face into the, uh, like, the um, dashboard or something. Uh, so um, so then, she's, like, suck on this and grabs the back of his head. Uh-huh. But she forgets to push him down into her crotch and instead rips a chunk out the back of... Such a bizarre kill that they use two more times in this movie. Over and over again. Who has the so, strength? So these zombies clearly have to... super strength, right? But yeah. when they grab that kid, he manages to get away. Yeah, it, John he's slippery. John. <laughs> Maybe he's actually John John from the uh, Justice League and is actually Martian Manhunter in disguise. I don't know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> no. John Johns. <laughs> yeah, man, that. That head crush was great. This whole bit was yeah, fucking awesome. It was a lovely scene. This is the sort of shit that we do this for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to see someone cough up like, all their intestines and then crush and then someone's crush head. And crush a boy's skull in because he wanted to <laughs> While the priest watches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it slow. <laughs> so yeah, um, his brain and skull has been ripped out. I think he died. Yeah, I don't know if he... I don't think you see him die, but I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, you're not coming back no, from that. no, no. He might be in the sequel with him. Or some, oh, no, he might be burnt to a crisp. Yeah. <laughs> well, he might be in the prequel. We'll have to see. Then Shrink's, Shrink's wife, Emily. Yeah, there you go. There you I, go, you wrote it I down. just caught up with it. Has cardiac arrest. She is. She had a cardiac they, arrest. She died of fear. Yeah. They think no, she no, died no, of fear. No, no, no. Miss Holden died of fear. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what the dickens is this? Someone says to a pool of maggots. <laughs> 
as they try and find maggots. Maggots. maggots as as they try to find the cause of Emily's death. Uh, which one of the guys is, says is definitely Bob. His MO is greasy maggots everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And that boy is gonna fry. He's the greasy maggot strangler. <laughs> Not just because he tries to strangle his greasy maggot every night. Yeah. Uh, with a sex doll. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he removes her blood. Oh, this is oh, this is the autopsy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, they wander around and they say, "Well, Emily died of a cardiac arrest. That she must have." So then we go to um, the embalming area and they remove her blood and embalm the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, "Hey, can we see her?" And the other guy's like, "Wait, wait, wait. We need her to be just almost not awful." <laughs> <laughs> so they slap a bit of rouge on her lips, and they're like, it's "Cool, the have at it, guys." <laughs> Good luck. This is also where we meet the old woman that I don't think we've ever seen in the film before, but who had died of fright. Miss Mrs. Holden. Is frightened to death. Shit. Frightened son. to death. Frightened to death. Oh, man, maybe she's the woman that got taken out by the uh, the Gremlins from the first Gremlins movie. Was she called Mrs. Holden? No, that's Deagle. Oh, well, I don't think it is. That my theory has fallen <laughs> flat. Although I do know that um, when I watched one of the documentaries. Uh, on this afterwards and uh, Joe Dante was talking about he was at some film festival and they were showing The Howling up against him was City of the Living Dead so he went to see it and was just like mm-hmm. oh my god this is fucking amazing nice he's like I should steal this and make <laughs> Night of the Living Dead and change my name to George A. Romero and go back and in go time, back in time. <laughs> <laughs> classic Joe Dante <laughs> classic George well, A. Romero like, why Dante. doesn't Joe Dante make good films anymore because uh, he went back in he time did. and became George A. Romero and died it is <laughs> we talking about Dawn of the Dead classic um, so now Bob's haunted by a priest yeah he's just like wandering around is this when he walks into him and he's speaking. hanging yeah 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 I said I've just written Bob sees priest yeah same I don't, I don't think it's, there are lots of small scenes in this what they do well in this movie is they, they keep the pace going. The pace is brilliant. I mean, I essentially watched it twice and at no points was I bored. Like, I couldn't... But when, I, when I got to the bit where I sent you two clips, which I'll mention now, when they're going into the tomb, mm. twice, when they're at the top of the thing about to go in and then when they go down to the bottom, uh, Jerry has clearly multiple lines that just aren't dubbed, <laughs> but everyone else is dubbed and he's clearly talking because he's on camera. Maybe he was um, saying, line, I need... what." What's my line? And that was the only take they didn't spill coffee on. <laughs> Anyone got any coffee? He, uh, uh, at that point, I went rewound it to record that because I was just like, wait, was he just talking? And I rewound it to record it uh, to send to you. And it was just like, there's only 10 minutes of this film left. And I was like, oh, my God, this has flown by. <laughs> Unlike fucking toolbox murders, where to make that film flow by, we had to, uh, you had to solve the Rubik's Cube. Oh, that's true. It did help. <laughs> it did help. Yeah, so there's what a lot was that of... awful alligator movie we watched? Oh, man, a fucking eating alive. Yeah, you have the best suggestions. That was your suggestion. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> we'll have a I think killer. I picked one bad film, which was Driller Killer. I think I picked one Which was film. potentially the worst one. <laughs> Mate, that fucking one where the guy gets his dick ripped off. Wait, did you suggest Driller Killer? I think so. I no, you me. did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I did Demons. Yeah. What did we do first? Driller Killer? Because you didn't want to give it zero. I fucking regret that to this day. <laughs> Same. Uh, I was thinking, why don't we both give it zero? You can give something zero stars. Exactly. That you can, can unsee something. Yeah. 
You can never unsee that. God, I watched that film three times. Oh, such a good music video, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are in... So, after Bob sees the priest Reporter and runs away... Reporter loves local cuisine. Reporter and Mary, he's a bit annoyed because they can't find the town of Dulwich because they don't have an up-to-date map map because they changed Salem. And this 30-year-old come 15-year-old that he's dragging across state with him keeps acting like a child. I mean, technically a few days old because she's... Yeah, she's reborn. Yeah. But she... Yeah, she... She's supposed to be a kid, I think. She's actually really immature. Well, when she's in the car, she's like, Oh, man, I'm so bored. Oh, I'm so... Uh, let's go get some when can snacks. the apocalypse come? Can we get snacks? Now we have to destroy the... <laughs> they, I mean, they go off to go try the local cuisine. I wrote down... I, all I wrote down is Peter and Mary waste time <laughs> after they can't find Dulwich and just, meh. Yeah. Like, literally, you have a few hours left until the actual apocalypse and you're like, let's just go get lunch. Yeah. We'll do lunch. <laughs> yeah. Is it at that point where they meet the uh, the other sheriff that tells them actually how to get to Dulwich? No. Or is that like oh, Dulwich? Sh- it was a... Priest, mate. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, uh, no, they get first we go back to uh, um, the Undertaker, the Undertaker who just starts rubbing his wrists up against like you know aggressive places. Well, I thought he was gonna go start beating off over them, <laughs> but then he was actually there to quickly steal off their jewelry. Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah, because he he looked at the woman and I thought he was gonna grab her and start beating off, and then he just yanked off her um necklace. And I'm like, why didn't you do is that, that where before? he caught his wrist? Did he catch his wrist on, on, on a necklace? Yeah, so what happened there? I think is it implying that bit, bit him? him? Yeah, that's why I was like, is he rubbing himself up against their teeth? <laughs> he he yeah. didn't go in at the right angle. No, they just, it, something bit him that then looked like it had maggots on <laughs> so, <laughs> They had a lot, they had, they, they had some spare they maggots. Had some spare ma- there was a surplus of maggots. <laughs> They're like, guys, these maggots are going to go out of date and turn into flies. how many fucking flies came out of this film. No, you got to burn him. Burn them all. <laughs> burn that room. What does Peter think about burning maggots? When I watched it back the second time, because I was so shocked by the maggots thing, I was texting someone at the time being like, there's chucking maggots in the room. I missed one of the shots, which is brilliant. When they're getting doused in maggots, you just see Sandra just fucking throw up. (laughs) And it looks so real. I think she just threw up because of the maggots everywhere. That would make a lot of sense. (laughs) So, yeah, so the Undertaker's wrist is bitten. It also looked like all the coffins were empty. But, oh no, I think we come back to that later. Yeah, we do. We come back to that later. So now we meet John John again, who's running around his family, running around his house, and he's being haunted by Emily. Yes. His oldest sister. How fucking cool is it when she's outside the window looking in? It's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really romantic. (laughs) And his creepy fucking bears that are like (laughs) twice the size of him. Yeah, like that bit was cool, man, when Mm. she was just staring in at him and he runs off to his mother. He's like, why are those parents so old? Yeah, and he's like, my dead sisters haunting me and they're like you've had a big day pal <laughs> go back to bed you can't stay up with us you'll just cry your heart out and bring us down go back to your bedroom with the windows of the size of the like their doors basically yeah. so she could just walk in yeah but I feel like had, if that was your son and it comes in and says that you're like well, to right, be fair, the, the maybe do- sleep with us tonight because you've had an atrocious day exactly uh, Don't send him back to the room where he's maybe, terrified of his dead sister. Maybe the dad is just like, no, go to the other room because we need to work on making a new sister. <laughs> but he is he is like, we need to call the doctor because his son's clearly having a psychotic yeah, break. You're clearly insane, child. So then I've got Sandra, Sandra hearing some spooky noises while, noises while she's painting a rhinoceros. Yeah, which I kept thinking, like, 
is she painting that Buffalo. end painting that's gonna, that, that's in the gates of hell? Um, oh, yeah, because the background kind of looks like that. Yeah, and I was like, well, that could be a really cool reference if it's something related to one of them. Or the buffalo from uh, Driller Killer that keeps zooming in on the oh, eye God. of it. What a beautiful buff. <laughs> um, so this is actually where we find out that 70% of women have uh, narcosis. Did you know that? Let me tell you something, James. In one of the uh, documentaries, there is an interview with the guy that plays Jerry, and he talks about he's worked with Fulci before, and his mother worked with Fulci beforehand, and when she found out he was going to be on it, she was like, you're going to have a great time. And in the documentary, they talk about Fulci being similar to Hitchcock in the... He liked Hitchcock and put himself in the movies. But also similar to Hitchcock. Is he the rhino in the painting? He was a doctor in it, but I don't... Maybe he was the guy that found Emily's body. Anyway, basically, he's also really misogynistic. And, uh, you know, I said about the mother being pulled down the stairs and her face is hitting the stair. Like, it seems to be yeah. exclusively the women that die in it. The woman in uh, Zombie Flesh is against a fucking stick through the eye. This woman vomited out all of her intestines. <laughs> yeah, he is... He definitely oh, is. she was being forced into a corner. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why... Uh, well, well, a lot of horror revolves around killing women. Yeah, but when, it, when it's just like women take... are like 100% more likely to be twats. Yeah. And you're like, oh, really, Fulci? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so so she calls over her shrink. Yes. And then he comes over and Because she thinks she's her. having a mental breakdown because she's seen something that we haven't quite seen yeah. yet. And he's like, nah, women are just silly. And then they go into the kitchen and she's like, tell me I'm not just seeing this. And it's Mrs. Holden. He said, well, that's strange. I've seen Mrs. Holden. She, uh, she was in the morgue, died of fright. How was she in your kitchen? I don't know. Um, so unhygienic it doesn't seem right she could bring in maggots <laughs> she <laughs> for too long. so then they hear growling there's a tiger upstairs yeah yeah it could be a tiger with a monkey on its back they uh-huh. hear lots of jungle noises um, so they run to the living room to look upstairs oh my god they hear they jungle noises because the guy from Tarzan the Disney movie dies by hanging that must be why this is, this is why it all, it all links to Disney is that when he's swinging and he gets his neck caught round mate have you not seen Disney's Tarzan Disney's Tarzan where right. he knocks a villain live off, action. off a tree cartoon and he falls onto a fucking vine and like hangs himself Aww. in a children's Disney movie that's brutal that's sweet I really like this scene they hear the noise they run into the kitchen and the body's gone yeah well yeah exactly and then there's a really nice shot later on so the body disappears and they're like maybe she just got up and walked out or someone stole her, but it's still weird. Yeah. So then they go in the living room, and they're like, let's go look for her. And as they go away, there's a really nice track, and the camera tracks tracks forward and and, and uh, moves down. Yeah, yeah. And reveals some feet hiding behind a cupboard <laughs> yeah, or yeah. a doorway. I'm like... It'd be if so good if they'd kill a it. zombie, why are you hiding? Well, why was she laying on the floor pretending to be a dead body? <laughs> It'd be so good if it zoomed on the feet, you just heard... <laughs> Maybe that's her superpower. She can hide and stay real still. Her super, she's not a killer. Her superpower is she's really good at being a dead body. Yeah, but she's not good at killing. <laughs> she just can te- She can instant she, transmit, but can't do anything she else. She slowly turns people insane and makes them kill themselves. That's her superpower. Genius, genius. Yeah, well, it's, it's I, I really working. like the shot when they say they're going to check all the rooms and then you see the house from outside and you see all the lights go on as they go mm. into each room. There's many good bits in this. And then they all get together to chat in a room. And this is where... When you say they all get together. is it Was it just him and Emily? I feel like some there were okay, more Okay, so people. I have written down that they... Where we go? Where do, do they meet up with they Sandra? They waste time. Sandra hears noises. Um, Peter and Mary find out where Dulwich is. 
unimportant. Mm-hmm. We know they're there. Sorry, we missed out a bit. Yeah, the window. We missed out that they go upstairs into is the... It just it's just those two. Sorry, oh, it's just those two. I thought three in my head. See, so, no. yeah, they go upstairs and they're talking about something or looking at something. And then suddenly the curtains fly open because the window smashes through and brings with it... <laughs> all the glass. All the glass. Like in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And it goes into glass walls or mirrored walls? It goes, I think it goes into her paintings and just into the wall in general. And then it all starts bleeding. Exactly. Then the walls start bleeding. How good is that? It's bit? really nice. It's very <laughs> cool. But I was, when I saw the blood, I was like, please tell me all that glass flew through them. Oh, that would have been so and good. Yeah, like yeah. they're still standing there. And they're about to drop, like when Itchy the Killer slices that guy yes. in half. Yes. Gra- and then he grabs hold of her and he's just like, Sandra, please tell me that's the wall where you keep all the blood. And she's like, nah, mate, that's, that's the that other wall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not the blood wall. I've been stashing my used tampons back there for days. <laughs> Rings. Gross. <laughs> like back in the day, did you know this? Back in the day, um, there used to be a slot under mirrors in American houses. Uh, I found out about this on My Favourite Murder. They used to be used to put razor blades down in these slots, and essentially it would just fill the wall with razor blades. Because there have been people years since that have been renovating the houses, and they open up the wall, and it's just full of razor blades. Oh, what? Just to get rid of your used razor blades? Yeah, just stick them in the gap in the wall. That's hilarious. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Well, it's like I can't put this in the bin. I might cut myself when I take it out. <laughs> well, I'm never going in the hole, in the, the blood hole. <laughs> So now the reporter finds the they, they chat to the priest and he's mm-hmm. like, Ah, oh, you'll never find Dunwich. It's really hard to get to. Just head back towards the motorway and turn left. Just follow the signs that say <laughs> Salem that are crossed out. Yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, Salem still exists, just turn, just turn left. <laughs> just just turn left. At the dirty road. He's like, left. You'll never find it. It's so hard to find. Obviously, oh. if you're here, you've gone past the turn. <laughs> Turn back and turn left. Um, and he's like, by the way, why are you going there? He's like, oh, we just got a friend. And I was like, is there going to be a suspicious thing where the the other priests are all in there? But no, yeah. it's just a weird throwaway line. Yeah. I guess they just wanted to give him an extra line. For some reason. To fill time. So we did miss out something sort of somewhat important. We see Bob break into uh, a house and sleep in someone's car in their garage. Because I've the next scene is... Oh. waking up in the morning there you go yes he wakes up in the morning he's been sleeping in a car in a garage mm-hmm. which I believe we saw the scene prior to the previous scene which we mentioned prior to this <laughs> um, and yeah he gets woken up by Anne Anne yeah the girl that he tried to fondle back in the past have we met Anne before? No. No, she's no. just there. We just... Has it been mentioned? Have we missed the pub scene? It doesn't matter. Maybe. There was a scene earlier on where pub it was like, mentioned because then we see the dad as well in a set. Yeah, and they're like, better way Bob tried to bang little Anne when she was younger. Little so. underage Anne who's yeah. clearly 25. He's clearly 10 years his senior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and Anne is like, fuck, are you okay? Yeah, I won't tell my dad about you. You want to smoke a joint? And he's like, well... Been seeing shit anyway, might as well get high. When in Rome. Yeah, and then daddy comes home. <laughs> it's like everyone had planned to go in that garage at like eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then dad pops in because he's like, oh, did I leave my drill on? No, good, it's still off. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that thing is a hazard. That is dangerous. <laughs> and then, yeah, he starts shouting at Bob. He's like, you trying to fuck my daughter again and get her high? Yeah, yeah. You're trying to front my sweet, sweet 25-year-old daughter. <laughs> she should have moved out years ago. Um, my freeloading daughter. <laughs> She'll pay, damn it. She'll pay with your with your life. 
And then, yeah, he uh, he throws Bob. Bob stumbles back. Mm-hmm. And in the stumble, he actually really fluidly knocks on the switch. <laughs> it almost looked like an accident. It, it, it didn't look contrived. <laughs> It's a poor system for I bet safety. after they saw this film came out, people were like, we should invent some sort of safety system to stop a scenario. Where like someone... a button where you have to press and then so you pull the lever down. the fuck does that drill exist? Uh, I think it's for boring. So like, oh, so that, that is a thing. When you just a use a real it. drill, though, nah. as opposed to a very specific... Mm, not if, like, I guess if you have, like, a wooden pole and you need to drill a hole through the middle of it, yeah. that's probably an easy way. That thing must be real. It's weird, yeah, it's weird, though. Especially that it's built for, like, bodies and heads. <laughs> but he picks up Bob and slams him down on this thing. Uh-huh. Pleasely. I didn't see this coming because I just assumed Bob's going to get taken out by the priest, but the priest just seemed to have been tormenting him and leading him towards this scenario. But Bob is gently pressed onto the... Sorry, I just realised, is this the priest's third superpower, subtle manipulation Maybe. of circumstance that can get people killed? Do you mean organised religion, James? That's it. That's it. <laughs> he uh, subtly pushes his head onto the drill. And you think, so he's heading head first into it from the top of his head. And then he kind of leans off to one side and you're like, oh, great. This is going to miss him. And you think, oh, it might just graze his jaw. Mm-hmm. And then he turns the head slightly and somehow he's drilling right through his temples. Oh, such a good... It definitely moved a bit. But... <laughs> Yeah, there's a drill just turning through his head. And coming out the other side coming and turning the, uh, on the other side. That effect looked beautiful. If this was done in like a Wayne's Brothers film, his eyes would be spinning around. Um, <laughs> and they'd come up with like double dollar signs. You know like uh, when, like in America, when someone breaks into your house and attacks you and you, you're allowed to use reasonable force. You're legally force. allowed to drill their face You're legally off. allowed to use reasonable force. If they're trying to drill How your do you door, explain you can drill them. to the sheriff that nobody calls? at any point in this film <laughs> that you've drilled. Well, at this point, I think, you know, there's so many bodies out there. Yeah. Just throw it on I the guess. street and say... I, I think it. Jerry does mention when they find the dead body, they should maybe call the police. Whereas that's... Why is that not the first reaction you'd have when you find a dead body in your fucking mm-hmm. living room? Because it's kind of weird. It's a weird circumstance. And she's already dead. You'd want the police to know. But I feel like this guy is now going to live for the fact that he killed someone that didn't try to do anything with Sweet Anne and didn't actually kill anyone. We never see... Oh, I know. Sorry, we don't know about Sweet Anne. Unless he gets killed in the bar, we never see him again, which means he got away with this. He may have thrown himself into that drill. He could have been like, uh, at the end of it, like, he's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And he looks out the window and just sees zombies coming towards him and he's just like, oh my God. And then they all burn up and he's just like... Calls the police. Hey, just so happened a zombie broke in here and uh, drilled this guy in the head. And then they both turned to zombies and set a light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's nothing there. Weird how evidence works, right? Oh, my God. In fact, why am I maybe telling he, you? Maybe he was like, what? Someone's running at me. I better go. Oh, oh no. Here comes a flaming zombie. <laughs> here comes John John. <laughs> So, so the next scene I wrote that that was just, that that was a fantastic kill. I wrote that uh, Jerry and Sandra visit the morgue, um, which is a really cool moment because there's a creepy shadow. I assume they go there to Did be you say like Jerry and Seinfeld. Jerry and Seinfeld <laughs> uh, go to the morgue, uh, knock on the door. No one's there, and then they walk away, and the shadow appears at the window. Mm-hmm. I assume they go in there to be like, oi, yeah, like oi, you're missing some dead people. Yeah, what's going on? 
Because I couldn't figure out why they went there as opposed to going to the police. Again, why would you not go to the police when there's a dead body in your house? I mean, they're they're being detectives. Let them them have their fun. So then reporter and shrinker at the graveyard. Well, yes, reporter is at the graveyard with the woman. They they find the thing and read it. Mm -hmm. And and then the guy says, great, welcome to the city of the dead. Oh, and they say something about... Okay, so I've written they do know his name because they talk about the priest. Jerry like, knows the you priest because Jerry's from there. Yeah, but the other guys were told like, "Oh, we're looking. Do you hear about that priest that died or something?" And the other priest's like, "Oh, you mean Father Thomas?" Yeah, but Jerry gets called in when the police. But get the involved. other two were just told that his name was Father Thomas in their previous scene. Oh yes, they were. Yes. So I, I've written, yes, they do know his name is fucking Father Thomas. Okay, so I've also written my second viewing of this. So as you can see here, I've got notes. Uh, and as you can see, I've got another page of notes afterwards mm, mm. Uh, of pre- of coming up scenes. Ooh. But I, I realised that in hindsight, upon my second viewing of this, they could have ended the movie here because they're in the graveyard and they know where his tomb is, but go off to discuss where his tomb is, which leads them into a whole series of events when they were there already. <laughs> that leads them back. <laughs> they the could graveyard. have just gone straight there and had and then had time to go out and try some local cuisine. <laughs> I mean, that would have been great. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> they've already eaten to their full. So they're in the graveyard. So then they go off to discuss and try and figure out what this guy's name is and where he might be. And Even they, though they all know his name. They all go off to the uh, psychiatrist's office to discuss in detail the was city of the, the dead. the psychiatrist's office? I thought yeah, it, it was, was a fumigation tent that was filled <laughs> with hovering maggots. <laughs> which would explain this next scene. This... <laughs> I... I mean, we've seen genuine animals die in in uh, in on this show, mm-hmm. but I feel this is the most excessive thing I think that this has is, been on this show so far. I do think that this is one of the best uses of superglue. I think this is one ever. of the best uses of thousands of maggots, <laughs> literally a million maggots. Yeah. So as we've experienced before mm-hmm. in this film, windows have a tendency to smash in. Uh huh. Unfortunately, this time there was no flying glass. No. So, so to speak, it just kind of fell on the floor with gravity. But gravity does not live by the rule of maggots, or vice versa. Maggoty. And all these fucking maggots come <laughs> bellowing in, is the only word I can think of. A blizzard of maggots. They come blizzarding in through that window and just in their droves drench the room. I really hope that woman is just genuinely sick. <laughs> and everyone has, like... Four patches of maggots stuck to their faces, on their <laughs> cheeks, chins, and foreheads. Yeah. And, like, it's not sticking anywhere else. Because they just put these little patches oh, on You'd be finding maggots for weeks after that scene. That woman would go home and just be like... Her look on her face when she threw up was so genuine. I think she genuinely threw up. That would be like my house when I was at uni, when I left one person living there over the summer, and we came <laughs> and back, he came back, and, and he it was rotted. filled with maggots. <laughs> he had died and melted into the floor. <laughs> there were so many maggots. <laughs> and then, like, a week later after we got it cleaned, I lifted up the, uh, the back door mat, and there were, like, a hundred dead maggots under there. Oh. Yeah. That, that must have Great been life. all of the maggots... In America at that point. They must have... Where'd you get that many maggots? I know a guy. You want, you want maggots? You want a thousand maggots? He's made of maggots. You want two thousand maggots? His yeah. name's Jeff Goldblum. You need five thousand maggots. That is... I also have a, a cat guy, like a wild cat guy who needs some sounds. <laughs> you know any struggling Foley artists. I, I really like the when the phone rings. It's almost a joke that the, 
The phone is just covered in maggots. <laughs> it is. Oh. So, John John? John John calls. Calls Jerry. Calls Jerry because his sister has shown up and killed his parents. Yeah, Emily killed his parents. Um, blood is seeping through the ceiling. Yeah. And luckily, Emily waits upstairs while they go get John John. Yeah. And then am I right in thinking that Emily kills Sandra? So here's what happens. They go save John John. You seem to have done a similar thing to me at this no, point. This is, is just, it this is just the oh, on reflection they should the have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they go to, they save John John mm. and then instantly go to the morgue for literally no reason. And it's empty. The only reason they go to the morgue is so that one of them can go, Sandra, take John John and go to the next scene. Yes. They, they genuinely go into the morgue for no reason. They have no reason to be there. I don't know about that. Other than the for reason the viewer is... to see the empty caskets. Mm, that, and it's also a location that they've already got permission to film in. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we have to do this thing. Can we use the pub? Mm, no. How about the shrink office? We were just there. It's covered in maggots. We can't use that scene ever again. <laughs> we have to burn that set. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't we use a set? We have to burn that house down. Uh, this is where they go to. Uh, Sandra goes to take John John to Sandra's house, and then they get to the Emily house and they go to up. open. She goes to open the, the door, and Emily grabs the back of Sandra's head and rips it out. Rips out her brain, and then I've written down the other than the ending, which we will get to. The other one bit I did not like in this film, where John John runs away, and then the zombie, which is the guy from. Um, wait, wait, just before that though, John John stares at Emily, and Emily stares at John John. That happens a few times. And she doesn't attack him. Yeah. And then lets him run away. Yeah. Considering these guys can teleport. It's like they, they're malicious. Yeah, they're like fucking with you, I assume. It's like they're demons. Well, the demon, the next guy he comes across, is literally standing on top of the bridge. Does he, he appears. He appears on the top of the bridge and then does that stupid Power Rangers jump down and it's the only bit of the film I didn't like. No, it was amazing. And then um, he grabs him and then he manages to get away even though he has super strength and, yeah. and instant transmission. But he's so slippery. Oh, he's covered in he's maggot grease. maggots, oh. yeah. Like, if you grab me with a handful How of good greasy zombies maggots, look, by the way? They're all puffy and, like, pizza-y and... Yeah, except Emily, who seems to be in bloody blackface. <laughs> Am I wrong? You are. That's the not only you. thing I, th- I I thought. Is she wearing this year's best Gucci? You are. <laughs> you are not wrong, James. <laughs> um, so then he runs away. He runs away and then runs into Emily. And he, John Johnny's terrified, but then he turns to run away again and runs into Jerry, yep. who's like, "Mate, there's a police officer over there." He's like, "Don't worry, buddy. Just, just take a minute. Breathe. There's yeah. no Shh, Emily. Wait, wait. Just wait, hold on. Wait." What? Run around the corner. Nothing else can scare you. Yeah, yeah. It's just, good they luck. Can't, they don't have instant transmission. Yeah, good luck. And then he sees Emily and squints so hard that she disappears. Yeah, I He's assume. He's like, there's no place like home. Yeah. Why, why does that happen? So he's like, if you're not real, you can't hurt me. And then in real life, she should have walked up, grabbed the back of his skull and crushed it in. Yeah. But she turned to smoke. Can I like, I'd like to point out as well um, that when he goes to see Sandra at her house... She was armed and he took his gun, he took her gun away and put it in his trousers. And you never, ever see that gun again. Yeah. The bit at the end of the film should have been him coming out of the grave and then being like, oh, fuck, I have a gun. (laughs) Kill this kid running at us. (laughs) That's the end of the film of the first American shooting. Maybe that's why she screamed. (laughs) He pulls the gun out. (laughs) The two policemen are like, what's that? He's got his hands up. (laughs) Shoot him. Uh, So then... The team go to Father Thomas's grave. 
Uh, they're walking through the graveyard. It's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a state of emergency as well. Oh right? yes, we go to the bar yeah, now. So, so that you see them walking through, and at first I looked away for a second and thought I saw a load of like zombies walking through the graveyard. So it's hard to see them because it's like night time. So now I went back and you see them in the light walking through. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were really stumbling like zombies. <laughs> they may have had a few drinks on that day. <laughs> Um, a few maggots. So it's a state of emergency. And there's a really nice shot in here. So but There's many nice shots in this scene. Are they in the, they're in the bar. police office or the bar? They're in the bar. And yeah, they're talking. They do that kind of um, oh, good, bad and the ugly standoff. Where the three of them are stood there and it does like a close-up track between them, basically. Mm-hmm. And kind of merges those three shots. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice. And then keeps and pulls out of them. And then pulls out through the window. Uh-huh. And then a light comes on. And illuminates a zombie that's in the reflection. It's so good. And it's beautiful. This whole bar scene was really well shot. Like all the. I wrote down that every time the zombies appear somewhere, it's it's red in the background. Like there's a red light, and then one appears behind it, and then there's another reddish purple light, and one appears behind it. And when the guy tries to get away, he opens the door into a red room, and a zombie comes out of it. Do you think the gaffer had limited gels? I think so. Yeah. They had, they had that blue filter. They kept going on. <laughs> I blue do like that blue filter. I wrote that, that down when Sandra appears because oh, she's so pale. Sake. She looks the same well, color the as ice the walls. Queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that bit. So, yeah, Chuck and Rosie reveal that. And then we find out, holy shit, it's actually All Saints Day already. Yeah, like, we shouldn't have gone for lunch three times. Yeah, we shouldn't have, like, we shouldn't have started here, left to go get maggoted, and then come back. We shouldn't have had six showers to get rid of all the maggots. If they didn't go to that maggot town, (laughs) then, like, they would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If they had just gone to the tomb then. (laughs) They got there and said, you know what, we need to go back. We need to... We need to double check the mortuary for no reason. We need to kill half the crew and then finish this. <laughs> Do you reckon the writer was like, and then they get to the gra- fuck. Then they get to the graveyard. We've and got solve. so many people, and then they go to the house, and then they go back to the morgue, and then they go back to the graveyard. And then Lucy Fulci was just like, why do they go back to the fucking house? That's po-? and the guy's like, oh, maggots. He's right. like, what? Well, well, what? He's like, well, I've got this guy. I know a guy. <laughs> who specialises in maggots and buckets and wind machines. <laughs> and animal He's never effects. used his talents together, but I, <laughs> I think we're onto something. We have, we have the technology. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to make them faster. <laughs> Stick to faces. <laughs> Floating. It's going to be so revolutionary that you will never see it used ever again. <laughs> but it should be. What's the exorcist scene? What, with the maggots flying in the window? <laughs> the window shatters open and does something fly in? No, the, the priest jumps out of the window that's at the it, end that's of it. Thinking. It's the opposite it's the of opposite. maggots flying in a window. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he jumped out, became the maggots. And, and then, then flew in, back in. And then in 1980, flew back in. <laughs> There's a lot of time travel in this film. <laughs> it's bizarre. This is when they're uncovering the tomb and this is where we get two shots where yeah. he's not dubbed. Yeah, and also like... Considering the thinking that there's something very dangerous in this tomb, they're basically hanging right over the hole, mm-hmm. dipping their face in it as they're pushing this thing open. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, didn't, I, I just wouldn't do that. I made the note as well that um, considering Father Thomas died a few days ago, the crypt is in a pretty poor state. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd think they would have cleaned that up a bit. Yeah, also, a lot, it's a bizarre lot of skeletons crypt. from the ceiling. Yeah, it's a bizarre crypt for... It seems to go on forever. Do you know what I just realised, which is so dumb? 
It's obviously under the graveyard, which is why yeah. all the skeletons are hanging from the ceiling. Like, yeah, but st- oh yeah, because they don't bury people very yeah. well here. <laughs> oh wait, we missed the very first zombie that rises. That just sits up out of a pile of leaves. Oh, at the very in the in very, the very early beginning. moving at yeah. the start of the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of in Zombie Flesh Eaters when they go to that um, graveyard <laughs> for the Spanish conquistadors or whatever, and they all get up, and you're like, "Mate, you've been there for six hundred years. How are you? How are you fleshy yeah. enough to stand up?" But these guys, like, no one was buried properly. No. Like, they were either shoved into the bottom of the earth. I think someone dug a hole underneath and buried them upwards. I feel like the... The only person that was almost buried but was saved by the bell was was Emily. Sandra. I mean, technically that's in a different... Mary. That is in a different... Christ, Mary. (laughs) Technically that's in a different uh, graveyard because that was in New York. But I feel like all of the priest's family was in on this evil idea and that's probably why people in this town weren't buried properly or anything because he, he was all part of it. It was buried on top of the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. That's the shit. That must be part of that shit under there. They just covered Salem yeah. over the top. Yeah, they just like, left a like gap. Like in Poltergeist <laughs> at the end where it's just like, you moved the tombstones but you didn't move the entirety of Salem. <laughs> <laughs> You just tip X over it on the map. It's like, you did a really good job when you piled Earth on top of Salem, but you missed about six foot. <laughs> <laughs> just floating and held up. Okay, so now uh, zombies just start appearing and disappearing. Yes, this is Which the Which seems like the first time this properly happened. I know there was the guy that appeared and then jumped over the bridge. Yeah. But it kind of looked like he and jumped the up, does it hovered, as well. and then jumped down. I mean, I guess the woman appears at the mirror, a window, and then disappears. Yeah. But they're, and obviously they're, the they're body... Like properly jumping forward and around you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this scene, like, for the first when time. When the camera's held still <laughs> yeah. this time. I have sweet makeup written here. Because the zombies look great. The look only awesome. thing that's jarring about this is there's no, like, sound effect when they appear or anything. They just appear. They're, They're just, just there and yeah, disappear. And you're like, oh, you need that... Um, no, it's, it's You need that nice. instant transmission sound effect when they... Yeah, they were very willing to climb in that tomb as well. I mean, they were going to go stop Thomas. I mean, they open up the other one with his name on it and it's open on the other side. Uh, I no. thought potentially just some sort of gateway to hell, but it seems to be some sort of other. Yeah, so at this point, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, you're right. So there, there's now um, the back of the tomb has been broken out of. So he gets in in the weirdest way. He gets that guy to pick him up and throw him <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, he grabs, he it, just he grabs him in. by the back and then like throws his leg forward. So you didn't have to kind of bum shuffle forward. Yeah. And then slide and down. Then and anything on the other side could just grab <laughs> hold of him and pull him out. And he would have to awkwardly lift his ass over that half-broken tomb slab. <laughs> Face first. Yeah. Face, see just what... Crawl, it's, it's, it's not even so high that you couldn't crawl in it yourself. I mean, not even like the practicalities of doing it in real life. But the practicalities of shooting is it's a lot easier for him to climb in there yeah, yeah. and to lower his legs forward. And also, it looked awkward. And also, I don't think he asked that guy for his help. So I think that guy just fucking threw him in there. <laughs> he, was like, he was just so pissed this off. This is how you do it. Farm. Get in. <laughs> yeah, so he lifts him in and then uh, the uh, I've written three dead. Three dead. Three, I don't know oh, why. yeah, it cuts to the bar and you see that all the people oh, in the bar are dead. All the people in the bar are dead. Well done, notes. And leave. And then the zombies walk out together. of the bar. And then there are rats. Um, the rat. We missed a bit when they broke open the tomb and the first rat with red eyes just jumped straight out and hit that woman. <laughs> she is not a fan of rats. No, she is not. She sees many rats. She acts She's so pathetically when all these she rats She acts like are. a teenager yeah. the whole way through the She literally movie. runs into that old man's arms. 
Yeah. So yeah, she sees a rat, screams. By old man, I assume you mean when she sees a few more rats and then a dead body falls out the wall. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to jump into his arms and then she screams from him and then runs at everyone else. Yeah. And then Smurfette appears. Yeah, the blue Sandra who's the same colour as the wall. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Jerry must have already known she was dead because he must have gone to her house and seen her mashed in corpse. Does Jerry see Sandra dead? No, because they didn't go to the house. Yeah, but he did because that's how he caught John John. And was like, there's a no, police John officer John around the corner. Away. Oh, wait, yeah. Because why would he have been there? Just yeah. randomly ran into him. Yeah, well, plot issues, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, because now you realise that he's madly in love with Sandra, who he's been treating. Yeah, he didn't even blink when Emily... But they're not even relatives, so she wouldn't get anywhere near him. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, unless he looked like a dad. Maybe. Maybe a dad was a shrink. So, yeah, so Smurfette Sandra is there and she tries to... Oh, she rips out the reporter's skull. Yeah, she instantly transmits yeah. behind him and then, uh, well, as we know, this guy's going to like it because she does give head like all the other zombies. She uses the ultimate well, she takes head crushing head. attack. Yeah. <laughs> they all use that same giving. attack. It's a great skull grab. Do you reckon... These oh, zombies, I don't know if they eat people. They would have had one head built. No, because I mean, yeah, but the hair was different. Yeah, stick a wig on it, cut a hole in it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's one prop that you just need to stick another wig on. Plus, it's probably a lot easier to kill someone from the back of the head than have to make a face. Yeah, because as you've seen, it looks like paper mache. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so she does that, and then she tries to... Oh, and then it crash zooms into her, her eyes. Yeah, she looks at Mary... And then the rats eat um, dead Oh, Jerry. yeah, that was sick when the rats are eating his Not brain. Jerry, reporter. Yes, Sorry. dead reporter, Peter. Yeah, no one knows his name. Peter. No one. Which I'm pretty sure is the main net character's name who's also a reporter in Zombie Flesh Eaters. I thought you meant Spider-Man. He's more of a photographer, but still. <laughs> but the guy who goes out to the Caribbean in Zombie Flesh Eaters <gasps> is also a reporter. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure his name is Peter. It could be the same guy. We should ask him. Oh, it's fuck, not, he's dead oh. several times over. Oh, his brain. <laughs> All of it. Um, so there... Oh, man, that's such a good movie. I want to watch that again. What, Zombie? Yeah. Mate, Zombie Flesh is is a classic. So she then stare... Or tries to stare kill Mary. And this is the first time that Jerry does something. He is just like... The whole time in this film, he's like, maybe we should find something out. <laughs> maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. And everyone else throughout the whole movie pretty much does nothing except turns out so they can get killed and watches as everyone kills them slowly. And then he's like, what if I pick this thing? Up? I'm just going to jab her. Yeah. Stab her in the gut with this bit of stick. Huh. Oh, it, oh, it like killed her straight away. <laughs> it was a one hit kill. Wow. That was like, if I just stabbed you in the chest with a knife, you died immediately. <laughs> I like that when she goes down, you see the pulsing, Gap though, like there's something moving around. Yeah, well, I thought she was bloating and gonna explode. (laughs) (laughs) Like he'd impregnated her with rust. Man, he got so lucky that he found their one weakness. Yeah. Maybe that's why that woman threw up her intestines because she was trying to make her strong. (laughs) She was an unbeatable one. Yeah, so Jerry, you know, he he banks this. He's like, okay, this is. This is gonna come in handy later on. Useful knowledge Uh and poke people. And then there's a cool set design. There's a really cool set design. And they go into that room with yeah, the skylight. Yeah, they go through like, the caves with all of the like, skeletons f- hanging from the roof. And the zombies start getting up as well. Yeah, we start them. to see people like appearing And then you hear everywhere. that. Duh, 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 duh. 
almost going into from zombie flesh ears, but not quite because he doesn't. He wants it to be original. There is a building beat. You're right. It is fucking. The music's awesome, but it's not as good as the zombie flesh ears one, which is even better. And then the priest appears. And they're trying to run away from all these zombies surrounding them. They I, turn around. I priest really like the priest when he appears because he looks like he's hanging. He's like, mm. and then he like just looks at him like normally, and you're like, oh, oh man, yeah. that bit was that was a fucking cool shot. That was well played. Um, and <laughs> well then played, he priest. kind of just disappears and appears in front of them a couple of times to show them mm-hmm. that he can do instant it. instant transmission. Yeah, but it doesn't really go too far. No, just close enough to stare because he doesn't. Oh, other than mashing that woman in the face with some maggots. He, uh, no, he, he only prefers does long-distance kills. Yeah. That, I think she must have surprised him. Yeah, he was yeah. like, I'm going to smear these maggots in my face. <laughs> what are you doing here? Splat. Do you know, I really like that they do that with the... Uh, it's like when Dracula like hypnotizes people. They've never He's never done it when someone else is in the room, which is obviously a flaw in that special yeah, move because, because the other person can be time. like, uh, well, I'm just going to knock you out. It's like a Kamehameha. You can't just... Perfect straight away. And speaking of Kamehameha-ing a hole through someone, just like to King Piccolo, what does uh, old Jerry do? So What's the deal with like, these priests? <laughs> so Jerry's like, fuck, I really wish I had kept that stick in my hand. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be something pokey around here. Whoa. Is that a big What is that? Crucifix? Is that a giant crucifix? It's like a How meter symbolic. and a half long that's pointed at the end. <laughs> ah, let's see if I can stab him with this. Yeah, this might work. So he picks it up. Kind of takes a few steps, gets a bit closer. <laughs> he uh, he leans back, he lines out the cross, and he leisurely thrusts it forwards <laughs> over the course of about thirty seconds. While I guess the priest can't see anything except the inside of her brain that so he's trying to mince. Exactly, her blood was coming out of her yeah, eyes. She, this is the bit you could see it coming directly out. So I think she had false eyelids on. That's it. Uh, which looked cool, but the other one looked better because yeah. they hit it with the hair. Yeah, so Jerry does something. Mm-hmm. He cross spikes him in the dick. If you if you notice that, really? Yeah, he's like, this is for all the little. He doesn't boys. go in the stomach. He like dick shots him. This is for all the rumors I've heard about what you did to boys. He clearly didn't listen to Cartman. <laughs> you don't cross a guy in the dick. <laughs> and then the priest flame up, flames on. Yeah, and it flames on all the other zombies as well. Yeah. It is beautiful. They're basically like, how can we wrap this up? There are zombies everywhere. Do we say it was all a dream? No, that has either been done or will be done soon. In another city film. Yeah. um, Oh, I know. Let's undo everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, everything bursts into flames. And then they escape the tomb. Uh And then John John is with the the police. Yeah. And the police say to John John... Yeah, go back to your new parents. I thought they were going to shoot them because they were coming out of... When he comes out of the grave, it's like hand and hand, and then he comes out. And I was like, are they going to shoot him because they think he's a zombie? Or a grave robber. And then John John runs at her as slowly as he can. Mm-hmm. I think it may have been slow motion. Yeah. And, and then he looks she joyful. Starts, he looks happy. Yeah. And then she starts blood-curdling screaming. And then the screen spider cracks into credits. Yeah. So, Lee, we've teased at this a couple of times. I didn't know this, but you've told me what happened. So, I mean, on the... Because it's a weird ending. Yeah, it's it ruins the film. 
And really it does. literally comes out of nowhere and it was very confusing. And uh, the guy who uh, was interviewed on the thing, who was, who was Jerry, said that he didn't know why they made that choice. He thought it was a bizarre choice. He thought it was something to do with a sequel. But the real reason is that while editing it, Fulci accidentally spilt coffee on the raw rushes and accidentally destroyed the ending of the film. So it had to just come up with something else in its place. They couldn't reshoot it for whatever fucking reason. I guess they'd they run out of money. Just, I guess just don't show John John coming up and just end with her screaming or end with her coming out. The, of the... Doesn't the beyond the end with just them standing there and like the walking off into the distance? You could have ended with them just climbing out of the grave and seeing John John running towards, and it just being then the credits roll. Then yeah, that even a jump edit like that would have been better than. This weird... Two juxtaposing emotions. Yeah, a really happy kid running towards them. Because apparently oh, he was supposed to be a she... zombie, but they've obviously lost the footage. Oh, God. So... Maybe she was like, does this mean that now we have to live together because we've been through so much? Is he going to be our child? I don't want to be a parent. I... I literally ah! died so they didn't have to do this. <laughs> That's the second time she's come out of a grave, though, so good for her. Yeah, yeah, she's doing good. Man, yeah, that is... It ruins the film, unfortunately. And that's the movie. Um, mm-hmm. So many high points, and we had to end it on a low point. So we have just come up to shy of the running time <laughs> of that movie post-edit. We should just end it on us running towards each other in slow motion. No! No! I'm really happy and smiling <laughs> and running slowly. I realised, dear viewer, you could not yeah, hear it's that. Yeah, it's an audio... Eyes. It's an audio medium. Uh, so, did you write down your score? Did I ever? Yes, I did. Do you want to go first or? Four. Oh, James, do you know what I gave it out of five? Eight. I gave it four out of five. That makes it an eight out of five. That makes it an eight out of nine. Ah, ooh. I genuinely. That's like a nine out of ten. It's, it's almost <laughs> perfect. Uh, I genuinely love this. I really enjoyed this movie. I feel like it's uh, had a really good sense of dread all through it. Yeah, and unlike. Zombie Fleshy is. Which is um, a masterpiece. Which is a masterpiece. I remember very distinctly in that movie to drive the plot forward, they just intercut every scene with, with the next scene coming up. Yeah, yeah. So they did like half of scene one, followed by the beginning of scene two, followed by the end of scene one, followed by the end of scene two. They do that a bit in this. But in this, they weave in lots of different storylines and have lots of little mm-hmm, bits. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, he's obviously so, perfected his craft since then because it came out after it. I also feel feel it time had um, time travel. It had jump scares in it that were really good because it was like they're in the house, they hear a noise upstairs, and then I mean the the rat one was an obvious jump scare, but there wasn't like a bam. There's something in the room, and now it's there. It's bam. There's something in the room. We don't know what it is yet. That's and true. And it happened a few times. Like when the window shatters, it's not the window shattering. It's the walls are bleeding. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. There's like two maggots in this room. <laughs> Sorry, two million maggots in this room. Well, at least this room isn't full of maggots. Uh, I fucking loved it. Like, yeah. yeah. I'll happily watch it. I mean, again. I'd rather... I think I gave Zombie Flesh It is a five out of five. Zombie Flesh It is probably... I've got rose-tinted glasses for it. But this is, I think, better than The Beyond, I'm going to say. This is great. It's let down massively by the ending. That, yeah, the biggest problem of it is the unfortunate ending bit. sponsored by Costa. Yeah. And the... Um, because he spilled coffee on it. <laughs> God damn it, James. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Thank you for explaining everything. Um, yeah, it's it it really, really fun. It has some great deaths. What was your favourite death? I mean, throwing up your guts and then crushing someone's head is 
almost unbeatable. It is almost unbeatable. It looked great. But a slow drilling. A slow for, like, a slow drilling for someone that did not deserve it. <laughs> I mean, it was a potential, potential sex he, yeah, predator. Exactly. But of what? A woman that was a lot older than him and he tried to take <laughs> him to the... To the, to the woods. That was unexpected. <laughs> I did not see that coming. But there's something visually amazing about that girl crying blood and then coughing yeah. up her guts. It is beautiful. It was amazing. And then crushing her predator boyfriend. Yeah. Mm. That was the highlight for me. Yeah. I had it's... two low points. The jumping zombie, which just looked a bit silly out of context. And the, then the ending. It looked silly, but was really stylish and cool. Yeah, yeah. In another film, it would have been perfect. Yeah. The, uh, the bit when they're in the bar and there's all the bright colours and shit it reminded me of like um, uh, Creepshow and stuff like that. Mm. I'm a massive fan of this. I would recommend, dear listener, that you check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we spoiled spoilers. it. Spoilers. You might want to check this out before listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but now we know, thanks to Fulci and you can time Roberto travel. Barber, <laughs> that you can time and George Romero, you can time travel. Yeah. <laughs> so have at it. So, uh, James, you teased before we started recording that you've decided what we're going to do next, but potentially you, we might have done it before because you don't know. Yeah, but I don't think we have. Classic. That's why um, I'm here, to uh, make sure that's not the case. That's perfect. So, it's running along the theme of vomiting out your guts. Okay. And there being graves. Okay. But instead of vomit, it's more of a visceral spit. I want to watch I spit on your grave. We haven't done that. Yeah, and I'm going to make you watch the raping and the rapening too, in the same in the same movie. I mean, yeah, I genuinely had a fear that yesterday that you were going to suggest that we do this film because <laughs> it's so awful. It's so uncomfortable as well. I'm going to have to find the uncut version as well, which is not going to be fun. Perfect. I'll uh, tell you what: if you need to um, feel better about life afterwards, just watch Irreversible. Oh wait, no, sorry. Yeah. No, that's filled with nine minutes of rape. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that is going to be an uncomfortable episode. Thanks, James. <laughs> Anytime. But as long as we get it out of the way, I guess. Yeah. Until next time on Sadist Filth. Did you see, when you were in this trance, did you see anything besides that tombstone? Oh, yes. I saw a priest. Who, by hanging himself... Opened the gates of hell. <laughs>